Hello and welcome to another episode of This Expat Life. And today I have another guest in the digital studio and her name is Puk Landewee. And Puk is a part-time expat, dividing her time between the Netherlands and Switzerland. And she's also an entrepreneur of a startup that is making women financially independent, which I would love to talk about as well. So welcome Puk, I'm really happy that you're here. Yeah, thanks for having me. And um, I feel so honored to be here because we know each other for a while already. I, I remember that we had a call, I think, when you just started with your own business. Yes. And it's so cool to see how far you, you've come um, and that we're podcasting now. So really happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah, well, thank you. No, I'm really also happy to have you here because I've seen your growth as well on Instagram, which we will speak about. But first, uh, let's start with a simple question. Where are you calling from right now? Yes, at this moment, I'm in Bern, Switzerland, and it's summer. Here, it's amazing, but I tell everybody, please don't come to Bern because a lot of people skip uh, Switzerland uh, by default and, and Bern particularly because when they go to Switzerland, um, they go to Zurich or Geneva. But this is an amazing city, really. It's so it's so nice to be here. It's uh, For me, it has something like Rome. I used to live in Rome yeah. for a while. And Bern has the same characteristics in the old city center, but it's really green and there's a big river floating through the city and the people, the community feeling in the city is amazing. And it's um, it's a really friendly city. That's how I uh, experience Bern. That's super nice. Yeah, I see your story sometimes on Instagram. I'm like, oh, wow, I really need to go to Bern or to Switzerland in general. I've never been, <laughs> yeah. but you actually made me really curious about that country. Yeah, it's... Um, it's 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 truly an amazing country and the reason i'm here is because i'm engaged with a swiss guy and mm -hmm. uh, we, we met in 2020 and he's swiss and obviously he was living here and we are now living 50 50 switzerland and in the netherlands uh, in the beginning i really had to get used to switzerland as a country um mm -hmm. also because of the language they have a really weird language <laughs> in this country uh <laughs> but my my german is at this moment quite good so i i can talk with people and but the swiss german is really hard to understand yeah and yeah and uh but i had to get used to it because it's only eight hours away by car, by train, and only, I think, one hour by plane. But yet, there's a cultural a cultural difference. Um, and I also really feel the differences in culture regarding my business and independence for women. So that's really funny. But I have to say, I... Um, I don't. I, I hope I don't answer all your questions already up front, but I, I just really love to be here and... It's a country where I can really um, find some rest mm -hmm. and, and mental space. And the mountains here are incredible. And uh, in Bern, you have an amazing view over, over the Alps. Uh, and there's always snow on the Alps. So even mm. in summer, you have like white snow on the tops. And the mountains give me a feeling... Um, Somehow they give me a feeling that, uh, that I'm such a small, tiny, small human being and that life is so big and nature is so big and I'm just here only for a really small amount of time, so I better enjoy it. Mm. And it really makes me, um, 
Yeah, to appreciate life more, I think. And uh, and sometimes I, I really tend to be a workaholic and go too much into work life and, and, yeah. and work nonstop and to uh, worry about my job. And then I see the mountains and then I'm like, no, <laughs> don't worry about nothing at all because look at them. They have oh, been wow. here uh, years before you and years after you. Yeah. And what I really like about Switzerland as well, um, it's it's as big as the Netherlands, but there are only 8 million people living here. So it's quiet. It's yeah. even, even the roads, there are by far not as many cars and not as many traffic as in the Netherlands. Yeah. Yeah. It's an amazing country. Nature is stunning. Mountains. Yeah. You should Beautiful. get on the tourism board. Yeah, once um, a friend of mine, she saw a vacancy at the Swiss tour- Tourism, uh, or no, I think it was a Dutch company that did tourism uh, thingies for Switzerland, and they were looking for a content creator, and uh, <laughs> it's you. a vacancy to me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was my profile, so, uh, but um, no, I'm too busy, but yes, I'm I'm a big fan, I, yeah, I'm I'm doing that job for free. Yeah, nice. So we will talk about what you are busy with in a moment, but I can really relate to what you're saying uh, about the space that you're experiencing, the physical space, but probably also the mental space that nature gives to you. And um, I mean, we're both from the same country. And what I find difficult here in the Netherlands, especially after having lived in big countries, is that Mm -hmm. everything is just so small and we are with so many people in such a small country and I really need space. I miss it so much. And yeah. like you, I'm also a workaholic. I can work till late, especially since I got my own business. And when you're talking about the mountains, I was like, oh yeah, I need that in my life. I need something bigger, some nature around me yeah. that tells me it's enough now. Go outside and live in the moment and live for other things. Yeah, exactly. You need something bigger than your own company. Yeah, exactly. Because... Yeah. because um of course we need it we need work we need to work we need a job we need to earn some money i i hope it's not an illusion i have the idea that we are building something important for women with elvin my company still it's a company and my life is not my company and being here in switzerland really helps me to realize that yeah beautiful So you are very positive about Bern and about Switzerland, but I bet that you have some cultural differences that you had to overcome or you're still overcoming. So what are some of the challenges of living there? Um, Well, I think what I've experienced so far is that Swiss people are more traditional and I'm not per se a traditional woman. So sometimes I joke against my fiance I'm your biggest life lesson um because yeah it's it's more traditional and maybe it's also because of the the people I got to know here could be I don't know yeah um they are super super friendly but it's really hard to get a connection with Swiss people Hmm. they're quite they're a bit closed I see when I look at Dutch people I think we are so open-minded we are so we are really free spirits, mm-hmm. and and the Swiss people are a little bit more, yeah, closed and traditional. Um, that's something I found sometimes hard, but I've learned from my from my uh, boyfriend that it 
it has nothing to do with me personally, but that Swiss are also really, they want to be really polite and they are a bit insecure. So for instance, I have an office space here in Bern and uh, I'm, uh, it's like a flex space. I have like a desk and in that, um, in that office is, um, is an age of, uh, advertisement agency is, is there working as the, uh, working there as well. And I think there are about 30 people. But they're just shy in a way. They're shy because they're shy to speak English to me because they're mm. afraid to make a mistake and not be able to speak another language properly. So they're a little bit, yeah, they distant in a way. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I've noticed. Um, and in the beginning, when I met new people here or uh, when I was just together with Matt, we went to his friends, to his family, and I am really, I'm super curious. I don't know if it's a Dutch thingy or just me uh, in particular, but when I meet new people, I ask questions because I want to know about people and I'm I'm firing questions and I got no questions in return. Not about where do you come from? What do you do? What are you passionate about? What are your hobbies? Nothing. And then I said to Malt, listen, do they even like me? Are they even interested in, in the woman you've met? And then he explained to me that they want to be really polite. So they're not questioning you. Ah. They, they want to give you just room. And if you feel ready for it, then you can open up and tell something about yourself. But for me, it's rude to randomly start talking about yourself. You know, like, yeah, well, hello, I'm Puck. No, I yeah. wait for questions. And then yeah. the question can open up a conversation. So that's the difference. Um, but what I what I really do like about Swiss people, and I think it's a Swiss thingy, um, is that they are really proud of their country. So they... They take really good care of their country. And I really notice it in Bern, for instance. The community is really strong and it's so friendly. And people do not um, destroy things, for instance. Uh, and it's really clean and uh, people don't throw trash away. And, and that's something I really like about them. But yeah, the thing is the cultural difference, as far as I've noticed, because I'm only here for two years now, is really there. Swiss people are a little bit distant and um, yeah. And how did you, uh, I can imagine it makes it more difficult to uh, make connections when they are more distant and not asking questions. Uh, so how did you find new friends or perhaps business buddies? How did you find your connections? Yeah. Well, to be, to be honest, I, do, I didn't find business buddies so far. My whole business network is located in the Netherlands. Mm. Um, at this moment, I also don't, do not need new business buddies because I have like a wonderful network. But yeah, I, I found some new friends. But for me, it's hard because I'm not a group person. I'm a one-on-one -on -one person. So yes. all my friendships are one-on-one. -on -one. And I have a few amazing friends in the Netherlands, but it's always, we always meet one-on-one. -on -one. And here in Switzerland, and I mean, those women I know for many, many years already. So for me, a friendship is something that grows naturally. So forcing new friendships doesn't work. So how do you do it? Because then you meet and you're like, mm, it's nice, but I don't want to force into it. But luckily... 
I've met three women I like <laughs> and we are going out for dinner and for drinks every now and then and tomorrow I have a barbecue and one of them is American and she's also married to a Swiss so when we met at a party we immediately had a connection together mm -hmm, yeah. and two other women that are Swiss and I think they are they find it really cool that I am not Swiss and mm -hmm. I'm running my own business and it's something new for them so i think they're also really interested in um what i do and, and my background and where i come from and they they've been really nice to me and invited me well over for barbecue and uh, out for dinner etc but to be really honest with you because i do expert life part-time and um, i do 50 50 i'm a little bit more in switzerland But being in Switzerland for me is really the moment where I can escape. Nobody expects something from me here. Nobody. So yeah. when I go to the Netherlands, it's full power. I meet my friends, my family, my business network, my, 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 my business partner, my team. It's, it's intense. And then I'm completely overwhelmed. And then after a few weeks, I say, okay, go back to Switzerland. Back to the mountains. Back to the mountains, back in nature. And nobody expects a thing. And it's wonderful. And uh, the other day I talked to, to another entrepreneur. And she, she shared with me that she she's a really, really cool woman. And she has an amazing business. And she shared with me that she feels quite overwhelmed at this moment. And she's... Located in the Netherlands, has her business there. But she said, yeah, I cannot say no. So she's invited for a lot of columns and um, speaking on on a stage, etc. And then her business and her big team. And she said, yeah, it, I'm completely overwhelmed. I cannot say no. And I've no, I, I feel no space to escape. Yeah. And I said, that's the reason why I love to be part-time expert. I'm yeah. gone. I'm sorry, no, I cannot come to this business event or to this party or this party. No, I'm not there. Yeah, that's And, nice. So you have like yeah. clear periods in your life throughout your months, whatever, that they are just, they have clear boundaries. Like this is me time, nature time relationship time and not so much the business the contacts the network or perhaps even meeting with friends. You just do whatever you feel like probably. Yeah, exactly. And, and then I do like to... To with my Swiss friends, um, yeah, to go out for dinner or we say apro here in Bern, mm -hmm. aperitivo. It's in Italian, yes, apro. I like it after work, but it should not be an obligation. Like yeah. it should not put pressure on me. And and in the net, I really need the Netherlands also for my business because I get inspiration by other people. Mm -hmm. So I need to see other people and. And then they say something or do something or show me something. And then that fires me up. I'm like, yes, yeah. this is it. But then I need time alone away from, from that, that yeah, pit there yeah. to digest everything, to digest it, to think about yeah. how can we implement it in our business? What can I do with it? Yeah, to be honest, it's wonderful. So I, I do not have a big group of friends here. Well, I'm not into groups anyway, but yeah. it's okay. I um, I like, I really like it how it is now. Nice. So everything about Switzerland is meeting your needs that you have when you are there. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, so I was already a bit envious when, you know, I, I follow you on Instagram and I was like, oh, she has the perfect life. Like she can divide her time between two countries because I lived abroad many times myself. But then sometimes when I went back to the Netherlands, I was like, oh, I miss the Netherlands. You know, there's always this desire of wanting to be in the other place. And now that I'm here, I'm like, oh, I miss living abroad. I miss expat life. And it sounds like you have the best of both worlds. But I can also imagine that it can be a bit challenging because where are your roots? Where, like, aren't you always in your head thinking about the other place? Do you feel at home somewhere? Can you maybe share a little bit about that side of your part-time expat life as well? Yeah. Yes, of course. And it's funny, yeah, what you say, I miss the Netherlands. You know what I can miss really badly? Albert Heijn. I don't know if Dutch people are listening, but sometimes I just really want to go to Albert Heijn. Everyone misses that when we are abroad, yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, to be honest, at this moment, I'm quite okay. I'm in a good flow, but it was really challenging in the beginning. Because in the beginning, when I'm, I met Mats, and I'm, I was in Switzerland a lot, way less in the Netherlands, also because I didn't have my own place. Mm. Um, I sold my house in 2021. Then I started my own business. I met him. And then I decided, you know what? I'm not going to rent a new place because new business, we need to do a lot of investments. I'm not going to spend like 1700 euros rent in Amsterdam. Yeah. Um, I'm going to cut that. And um, then I lived, when I was in the Netherlands, I lived at my dad's place for a while. And that was really challenging because when I was in the Netherlands, my dad's place was my home, but it never felt really at home because it was not my place, not my stuff. And I I was in Amsterdam a lot for work. So I always had my suitcase with me, sleeping mm. in hotels and then traveling back to Switzerland. And in the beginning, I did a lot of back and forth. So sometimes I was for a week in the Netherlands, then going back and vice versa. But this year, I finally have an apartment again in the Netherlands. Nice. And um, I feel at this moment, in two countries, I feel home. Both of them are home. And and of course, it was it, it's an investment in energy and time, but also in money to create two places. Because I want to travel light. So if I go back to the Netherlands or from the Netherlands to Switzerland, I do not want to bring my toothbrush and my... Um, hairdryer and my clothes and yeah. no i just want to have a perfect setup in, in in switzerland and a perfect setup in the netherlands so that i can travel spontaneously if i want to but at this moment i'm quite at ease and quite okay with it because in the beginning it was hard for me because i wanted to do it all so i didn't want to miss a thing in the netherlands and i didn't want to miss a thing in switzerland yeah and especially regarding birthdays or special events. So I remember, uh, not last year, but the year before, the first day of Christmas we spent in Switzerland. Then in the evening we drove to the Netherlands. The second day of Christmas we were in the Netherlands. Then the next day we drove back to Switzerland because we had the birthday. Wow. And then New Year's Eve. And then the beginning of January we were on holidays. And after that we were in the Netherlands. And I said to Matt, no, I'm not going to do that again. Sometimes yeah. I envy those people who can travel around the world and just be there and there and there and living out of a suitcase, but I need to be grounded somewhere. Yeah. And I do feel grounded here in Switzerland and I do feel grounded in the Netherlands. And the pace I have at this moment is that I'm four to six weeks in one country. Hmm. So I'm 
and that's enough time to really settle down, take it easy, take it slow, um, have your own rhythm. And then when I really start to miss the other country, I go back. Yeah. And at this moment, the hardest part for me um, is business-wise, to be honest, because uh, the best for my business would be to be 100% in the Netherlands and Amsterdam. The best for me personally is to be a lot in Switzerland because I love this country and I'm crazy in love with the man who lives here. I'm going to get married to him. So my life is, of course, my life is more than my business, but my business at this moment is important to me. And how do I divide my time in a way that feels good? Also for my team, also for my business partner. And that's the biggest challenge at this moment. Um, but we feel that it works at the moment when I'm for four to six weeks in the, in the Netherlands. And then I can completely deep dive and be there a lot. And of course, we learned to work remotely. So that's yeah. a big plus uh, for me. That really helped me. But that's the most challenging thing. And for the rest at this moment, no, I feel really good about dividing my time. And sometimes, sometimes I feel that I'm yeah that I miss the Netherlands, but most of the time I miss my my family. Yeah. Um, but when I'm in the Netherlands, I can really miss Switzerland as well. Yeah, yeah, I recognize that yeah. feeling. But I really like what you're saying about like that you found the time or the period that really works for you. I think this could be different for everyone. Some people are happy with mm-hmm. two weeks, some with uh, four months. Um, but yeah. it's really, I think, about testing out what works for you and what doesn't, which you seem to have done. And also the grounding aspect, I think, is so important to really feel at home. So I can imagine if you always travel with your suitcase to your house in the Netherlands, it doesn't feel like you're living there. It feels like you're visiting. So it's nice to have your own stuff there, your Dutch clothes, yeah. your Dutch toothbrush, your Dutch everything. Uh, so you yeah. can really feel like, oh, now I'm in, I'm in my Dutch home again. Yeah, that's true. But the... I'm really into fashion. Yeah, I like I it a yeah. lot. <laughs> but then sometimes I'm like, oh, this is my favorite dress. Yeah, I want to bring this dress. Oh, and this pants, if I'm for six weeks in burn, no, I really need it. I cannot not wear this particular piece of clothes, not for yeah. uh, for six weeks. No. So then in the end, I end up taking some stuff with me, but it's always a backpack. So it's also oh, always yeah. easy to bring with me. And it's never things like, Toiletries, for instance, yeah. or yes, you've got them in both places. Gear. Exactly. So yeah. um, I have a microphone here in the Netherlands. I oh, have yeah. a screen here. Yeah. So it, it did cost me a lot of money, <laughs> <laughs> but it buys to... you a lot of peace of mind. Yeah, really. Yeah. And I have to say, no, I'm really. Um, I feel really. The thing is, I also feel really, really privileged to be able to do this. Yeah. Um, I mean. Who can do it? Live in two countries. It's I have the freedom. I have um, all the tools to do so. It's amazing. I've I've best of both countries. Yeah. Because yeah. when I'm too long in Switzerland, I I um I get bored. And uh, friends of me say they know it by now. They say then they text me there and then they're like, "Pick your uh, a little bit rebelling on Instagram, so you better come back to the Netherlands because we <laughs> go out for dinner." Like yeah. You're right. I'm a bit bored. I need some something to hustle and bustle to... and yeah. Exactly. I need the vibrant, vibrant city of Amsterdam. I need like a lot 
uh, to fill my mind with. And um, so then I go back and then I step into that, that, that big city. Yeah. And then after a few weeks, I'm completely overwhelmed. I'm like, I'm done with this shit. I go back to the uh, <laughs> Yeah, to the mountains. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah. Just before we, we started recording this interview, you said that you experienced something similar to mom guilt, which I really liked uh, this comparison. So can you maybe explain what you mean with that? Yeah, it, it's, um, uh, I think it, it's uh, in relation to my business, indeed. Mom guilt. Moms have, moms experience guilt all the time for not being 100% there at the office or in their work and not being 100% there at home with their kids. It's how I feel regarding the countries I live in. And I think also my business, because when I'm in the Netherlands, I always feel, mm, oh, I want to be in Switzerland and I want to be there with my with my boyfriend and I want to go into the mountains. And mm, I feel shit for not being there. Mm-hmm. The moment I'm in Switzerland, I feel shit for not being in the Netherlands. Yeah. And this is, uh, I feel shit for not being there with Lika. She's my business partner. I feel shit for not being there to help my brother with my nephews. Um, I feel shit for not being there to visit my granny, etc. Yeah. So I always have a little bit of guilt towards people in the other country. But I just accepted this. Uh, yeah. I realized, okay, I feel a little bit guilty. I'm not... I'm nowhere 100%. And that's 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 my life. That's me. Yeah. And it's okay to feel a little bit guilty about it. But as long as I can recognize that it's a feeling of guilt, but I don't have to do anything with it. And it's not per se my truth or the, the truth. Then it's okay. But in the beginning, I struggled with it quite a yeah. lot. I can imagine. I think so many expats suffer the same guilt. Um, but as a coach, actually, I also say like, just accept whatever you're feeling. Don't fight it. Don't push it away. Don't overcompensate, just accept it. And it sounds like you really did that. And probably that will also yeah. ease already the pressure you had on yourself before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And, um, yeah, th- th- this is my life and, and not unfortunately, fortunately, I met a love of my life who's a non-Dutchie and, um, yeah so we're trying to build a life that works for both of us and uh yeah. and in the end i feel a lot of guilt towards my business i think that's the biggest guilt but my business is uh, once again i'm repeating myself it's not my life yeah and um my husband that's my life and yeah. the life i'm building with him that's it that's where my true happiness is so i'm cho- i will always choose that over going to another network event in the Netherlands. Exactly. So let's speak a little bit more about your business because that has an international component to it too. So can you maybe share a little bit what you are doing together with Lika? Yes. Uh, Well, international component, I hope we can roll it out really quickly. We are um, not building, we have it already. We have a platform that offers women a personalized journey to take charge of their financial future because it's 2023 and 40% of couples divorce and women live longer than men, six years on average. Still, we face a huge uh, pension, wealth, and salary gap. Uh, 
Yes. And it's an issue. Uh, women have a way higher chance of ending up in poverty. And uh, we want to we want to do something about it. And we see that um, the reason why women are not taking charge of their financial future is because they they do not feel a fit at all with the financial industry. Mm-hmm. Um, about almost 90, 90% of all the uh, asset managers, so people who, who manage assets, like invest money in the world, say that they that their main target group is or men. So they're not even considering how to serve women. So there's a complete yeah. miss with the financial industry and women. That's the first thing. And second, women feel um, like they don't know where to start, who to trust, what knowledge to have to do something with their money. And that results in um, not not taking action. Yeah. And it's it's a problem. And it's not only an ind- individual problem. I mean, it's the numbers are really bad. And and if if it happens to you as a woman and you you divorce and you really have a big big drop in your uh, purchasing power and you end up in poverty that shit as hell but it's also a society problem because we miss so much talents and so much power in this world because we do not empower women to make something out of their life so no and we found that elf in in 2021 before that it was more like my hobby project. Maybe yeah. you still remember. Yes, I do. Yeah, so, yeah. And um, because I was really into investing, I like to invest, and I think it's it's an amazing way to to build some long term wealth for yourself mm-hmm. as a woman. But it was like a complete masculine world, complete. And uh, then I met Lika, and I said, Lika, what are we going to do about it? Because she felt the same. And last year in October. We raised our first uh, investment round, so uh, capital to grow our business. We build a new platform. At this moment, it's Dutch only, mm. um, but we're at this moment in the in the middle of a new investing round, and we're going to uh, raise one million. Uh, at least that's the goal. Yeah. Um, and because we really want to boost it, uh, we have the, we have the perfect platform. We can personalize. Uh, we have the right content, we have the right financial advisors, but now we want to reach big groups of women because, in my opinion, every woman should have the tools yes. to do something for herself. I think it's the biggest form of self-care ever yes. to I have totally your finances agree. in place. Yeah, yes. to have your finances in place. So, yeah, that's why uh, that's why we founded Elfin. And um, that's my business. Dutch only, but for me the netherlands is too small maybe yeah. it also comes with being an expert and i've traveled quite some around mm-hmm. the world um and of course in the netherlands um women um i believe they do have a problem mostly when they get a little bit older um but the problems for women in other countries um uh, less developed countries are even worse when it comes to money yeah, uh, yeah. So we we still have a lot to do. Yes, and a long way to go. Yeah, I absolutely love your mission, and I've been following you for a couple of years now. And I think it's so important that you make space for this. I grew up in a family that was always investing, and I I think I had my first 
stocks when I was like 10 or something, my dad taught me. And so speaking about assets and investments to me comes very natural, but I know for so many people, especially women, you know, they're far removed from that world. And um, like you said, in um, other less developed countries, there's even less financial independence for women. Uh, I lived in Brazil where I saw that happening. There's a big informal economy as well. And women are just so vulnerable there. So uh, I love that you are opening up space for this world and really helping other women to... Yeah, to I love that you also say that it's about self-care. This is a really nice thing, I think. For me, it is so empowering to know I have my own money, I'm making my own money, I'm investing my own money, and I'm taking care of myself. And I don't need anyone else to support me in this. So I can achieve all my dreams that I want. It's all up to me, but I'm not being hindered by anything or anyone. No, and it's so true. And did you know, and it's not just because I'm saying it, uh, research shows it, but being independent as a woman and and taking actively care of your financial future is the number one boost of your self-esteem mm. and um, having a bikini body or the right partner or a really good education no it has nothing on being independent it's just such a good feeling what you said feels so good to be to say you know what fuck this shit, I'm out. I'm stepping out of this relationship, yes. out of this city job. I'm going to move houses. I don't want this anymore. I want better for myself. Yes. And I can do so because I'm financially independent. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I really like that. So um, I think it's time to round up this interview, although I think we could speak for many more hours because we have a lot of things in common. Um, there's one question that I always ask to my guests, and that is, what uh, hack do you have to make living or traveling abroad easier? And this can be a product, an idea, a habit, um, mindset, anything really. Um, well, traveling or living abroad? You can choose. Okay, then I go for living abroad. Um, I lived um, because I've traveled a lot, but then you're on the move. So I lived in Rome and now in Berlin. Um, and what I did in both places was to find my favorite coffee place, my mm -hmm. favorite restaurant, my favorite bar, my favorite shop, my favorite bakery, etc. To find it really quickly and to settle there. And it sounds really weird, but it's so nice if you're new in a place to go yeah. to a place where people start to recognize you. Yes. That, that gives such a good feeling. Then you really feel like, oh, yes, this is, I'm here now. I'm here. I know my way around. You know what I'm going to Yeah. Yeah. Full of, uh, full of confidence. I go to my favorite coffee place and uh, uh, I don't have to walk around like uh, insecure or strange. You're like, oh, where should I go? No, that's my favorite place. I go there. It feels good. Well, that's what I did in both, uh, both uh, cities. So that will be my, um, top tip i think yeah i like that tip i actually give the same tip in my uh, signature program expat life school because you really yeah. want to feel at home somewhere right away and these are small little hacks that you can add to your life to not be a stranger but to be greeted as like uh as someone that they know so you find more you create more roots in a city that you live in so yeah i like this tip yeah. a lot exactly but um, where can people find you if they want to follow your journey in Bern and the netherlands or your financial independence mission um, I think uh, the best way is to do it on Instagram. Also because my Instagram, I try to do it as much in English as possible. Yeah, 
and your Instagram, I will put it in the show notes uh, so people okay. can find it easily. Yeah. No, Thank you nice. so much for sharing about your part-time expat life. I really enjoyed hearing your stories and how you found your way that really suits you and meets all your needs and also hearing about your mission. I really love that. And I hope it will inspire women who are listening to this show. So yes, I you. hope so too. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. <laughs>